welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. I'm your host today, Rick McClatchy, and I have the glorious honor and privilege of having my friend Holly Cole uh, come in today. We're going to cover the topic of emotional intelligence. Uh, man, I, I just tell you, if we live the way that the world wants us to live, we will really just shipwreck our lives. Um, and so the Bible actually has massive amounts of great things to tell us of how we're supposed to live our lives in a healthy way. Man, it says Jesus came that we would have life and life to the full. And it's not all uh, magical, spiritual, ooey-wooey stuff. It's actually stuff we can learn. And so that's why, Holly, I'm super excited that you would be here today because I know you have invested a lot of time in, in really learning so much about how our emotions are put together. And there's something so powerful about knowing legitimately how we are put together so that we can understand what's going on and we can respond. And so why don't you just uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, give us a little background, however much background you want to give us, okay. and, and let's jump in. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. This is uh, an awesome um, experience to have. But let's see, where do I begin? Um, about eight years ago, I was experiencing some de depression and I just nosedived into a not so good place and was trying to pull myself out and didn't know what to do with that. And after a lot of research and a lot of time, I ended up realizing that there are so many pieces that make up who I am. And I wanted to understand the dimensions behind it so that I could be healthy myself, but then also be a good mama to my four kiddos. So currently we're homeschooling four kids. They are in 11th grade, 8th grade, and the twins are in 6th grade. So you have twins, so yes. we have that natural <laughs> twin connection. Uh, my twins are 15, and so I totally, mm -hmm. um, mad respect to you for being a mom of four. Yes. Um, just that alone, it's a miracle that we're sitting here today being able to record this <laughs> podcast. Like, how did you work out the time to be, no, so again, super appreciate your time. And um, I love actually just the vulnerability at the mm -hmm. opening part to say, you know what, a lot of this journey came out of a place of yes. some brokenness. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is honestly the way God works so frequently in our lives is he takes our moments of brokenness and transforms that pain into some purpose. And so right. um, I, I actually wasn't even really aware fully of your story. And mm -hmm. so even that helps me just begin to understand even more so um, the passion level that you carry for this whole emotional intelligence. So maybe there's somebody out there today listening that hasn't hasn't got a really great concept. What do you mean by emotional intelligence? Mm -hmm. um, and then and then specifically, what do you want to dive in? That's a pretty big topic. Mm -hmm. What do you want to dive into today specifically to help the audience think through? Right. Um, I think the main piece of it is understanding and know who you were created to be knowing your deep core as to why you think and do what it is that you do. And by having that deep understanding, we can fully develop our personality, fully develop what God has called us to, and be able to step out into his destiny for us. And we can't understand that destiny without knowing our identity in him. And uh, over the eight year span, I felt like God gave me five different ways to be able to plug in and understand ourselves um, and again, I took it a step further and now I'm loving on other people and stepping out and helping them. But um, the pieces that go with it are male or female and then how male or how female. 
um, and that's a piece of it. Birth order, love languages, the um, disc or lion, otter, beaver, retriever is another, uh, another yeah. part uh -huh. of it that people are familiar with. And then Meyer-Briggs, and I piece all those things together. And then um, another tool that I use is the Enneagram to try to figure out the core of who people are. Now, I know a lot of people are talking about the Enneagram right now, and it is a small fraction of what I do. It's kind of like you have a pair of jeans and we don't know what that tiny pocket is for in the jeans. Some people put quarters in there, maybe a key. Well, that's where I say we should put the Enneagram. The Bible is the basis of what on, of so our good. life. It's who we are, it's what we do. That defines our, our identity. But we still have all these other tools that can help us. And if we keep those tools in that little itty bitty pocket, we then have the Bible as the base. We put on our full armor of God and then use those tools to help develop the core and not to remain and stay in the core of who we were um, born to be, but step out into the fullness of what Christ wants us to be um, to everybody around us. Because to one person, we might need to be a nurturer. To another person, we might need to just be still, be quiet, listen, be at peace for that person. Yeah. So if we can fully understand ourselves, then we can step out into loving other people the right way. Yeah, I love, I love, man, I super love the way that you just framed that in because that would be a real passion of mine is that we keep the word of God as, as mm -hmm. the foundation, you know, the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And yes. it cuts, you know, and divides and helps us understand even the motives and intentions of the heart. And mm -hmm. um, just knowing that, man, we're all under the curse of sin in the sense that uh, we're born into this world of sin. Now right. Christ died on the cross, broke the curse of sin, mm -hmm. but we're definitely in that um, that place of already, but not yet. So mm -hmm. we, it's already been done, it is finished, and yet we're waiting for the fullness of that, you know, eradication, I guess, of sin to be removed out. And so God created us to be pretty fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, we're created in his image, and yet we're all kind of, um, you know, subject to one our own sin nature but also an enemy of our soul that wants to take us out and eliminate us from effectiveness in the kingdom of god and so he tells lies right that's his right. native language is to tell us lies and so what we find is that we believe and that's why i said at the beginning if we live the way that our culture says we should mm -hmm. live we live according to the lies of the prince of the power of the air uh, we, 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 we wreck ourselves because we live in a completely unhealthy way. Mm -hmm. And so I love that God has allowed us to discover these tools to help us understand where, you know, if we're made in God's image and God is this infinite, like, wow, crazy big God, we can't even <laughs> begin to fully understand. Like you could take all of eternity and learn about God and you would never exhaust it. it. Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't even understand that thought that I just said. Um, <laughs> and so we're, we're pretty amazing in the way God made us. And yet we believe layers and layers and layers of lies oftentimes. And so finding the truth of what does it mean to be in Christ? Um, mm -hmm. So, so all of these tools all kind of fit together, maybe Rubik's cube like or something, I don't know, sure. puzzle, puzzle piece wise <laughs> and help us begin to see a picture um, how do you then begin to uh, develop a real sense of emotional intelligence? Like if you're talking to somebody that isn't as far down the road as you are, mm -hmm. maybe we're even talking to somebody that is where you were eight years ago. Right. Maybe they're like, I don't even know how I pushed play today because I'm mm -hmm. so like, I'm so down, I'm so hurting. You know, what's, what's step one? Right. Um, I think 
the Bible says, you can help me with the address of where to find it, that we should come to him like a child, right? And I think we have to go down to the very simple basics and understand who we were as a young child, but also have a relationship with God as that child. And number one is rest, sleep, and sometimes even Sabbath. We're going to hear more and more about the Sabbath. People are bringing it back. Or maybe it's just something that's been brought to my attention lately, and it's been surfacing just in my life. But you have a little kid that's having a hard time, and they're really, really struggling. We say, you need a nap. That's the very first thing we need is sleep and rest and Sabbath. And this world is so busy, go, 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 we're running on empty or running on four shots of coffee. Like, I don't know how somebody could- Don't judge me, okay? <laughs> I, today, the Lord's dealing with me, okay? Uh. Yes, today, today I had a coffee with four shop, shots, but only one shot of caffeine. And okay. I couldn't believe there were some people that do four shots, but that's the type of world we're living in. And they have multiple of those each day. But imagine if they stopped and just had water, right, for their beverage. I'm not saying to fast, but just water for their beverage. They they unwound, unraveled what was going on and got good rest. Then we understand and know, oh, this is where I'm at. This is who I'm supposed to be. This is how I'm supposed to be stepping out. Same as a kid. They have good rest. They wake up, and all of a sudden, their whole countenance has changed hmm. because they've rested. So Now, I'm, yeah. reading, a, I'm reading a book right now um, called The... Uh, the what is it called? This is great radio right now. Um, I know it is the, the I know I figured okay. out what it was. It. Uh, the ruthless. Uh, it's always that first word that messes me up. The mm -hmm. ruthless elimination of hurry. It's by John Mark mm -hmm. Comer. He's actually a pastor here in Portland. And okay. um, man, he sets the stage uh, very well at the beginning of the book. He's like, I was preaching, you know, six services on a Sunday, mm. you know, running a multi-site church, yada, 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 like goes right. down the list of every demand on his time. And, um, and he just hated his life, basically. You know, he's like, I'm supposed to be preaching this gospel to people that's like, oh yeah, come and live this great life. And he goes, and yet I was like, if this is, the, if I'm living the life, I'm trying to get people to come and live, I should mm -hmm. probably stop talking. Right. And one of the biggest pieces that he talks about is, is rest, is yes. the Sabbath, but not just the Sabbath, but even, um, well, there's another book out there called um, Bored and Brilliant. Mm. Um, it actually talks about the power of your brain when your brain is at rest, yes. when you are not. And and if you ask somebody, when is the last time you were bored mm -hmm. uh, and you actually didn't do anything like immediately to solve that problem? Right. So you're waiting in line for groceries. What do you do? Well, you pick up your phone and yes. you scroll through Facebook or Instagram or mm -hmm whatever your particular poison is and and you you distract yourself with right. random thoughts random mm -hmm. thoughts random thoughts and so just the 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 dastardliness of distraction you know that yeah. that we subject our lives to and how mm -hmm. that i don't know i think we could probably end the episode just on this one point yes. of rest and in eliminating distraction from our lives mm -hmm. um that because of something. See, I'm distracted right now, and so I am having a hard time talking. But go ahead. You you had something really insightful to say, I'm sure. Um, I did. Yeah. Um, so this, <laughs> this might have to do with something we talk about at a different time, but if we're rested and we truly fully know ourselves the way God sees us, and then we're stepping out in that, next time you're in a grocery line, keep your phone away and love on somebody else, whether mm. it's the person that's checking you out, the person in line, in front of you, behind you, and just love them the way they need it, right? And if we fully understand who we are, which is 
what we're gonna continue talking about, then we can give that love out. And that's the ultimate goal, right? Um, the Bible says to know God and make him known. And then we're supposed to, what's the golden rule? Do right? unto others as you would have them do unto you. Do unto you. And then there's also in Luke, where it talks about loving your neighbor as yourself. And I had the hardest time understanding that. And somebody said to me, you know, like you love yourself. And I sat there to myself thinking, but I don't love myself. So I have no idea what that looks like. I have no idea what that means. And then I stepped out and said, but I don't know how to love myself. And then they gave me a dirty look like, whatever, yeah, you do. Well, maybe I showered, maybe I did my hair, maybe I functioned, but I didn't know what it meant to love myself. And that was, trying not to cry. <laughs> that was the eight year journey of me trying to figure out how can I love myself? Because I also didn't want to sit in the, I'm going to love myself and take care of myself and do all the things that the world does. And then we get stuck inside ourselves. And that's not the point. Let's love ourselves good enough so that we are filled up and then can love on other people, like in yeah. the line at the grocery store. Yeah. And I think that um, because that's such a slippery, it's a slippery topic in mm -hmm. our in our culture. I mean, you can, you can even look at some worship songs and they're Pretty, yes. pretty self-centered, like, um, I thought this was a worship song where we're supposed to be worshiping and exalting God's name, and yet I'm talking about myself right. most of the time in the song, and so how does that work? And so this whole um, self, I, I mean, I personally, I don't even like to say self-love. Mm -hmm. um, so... Um, self-love maybe and, is different than love yourself. Yeah, and in that our so in our culture it can go so crazy yes. to like you just said where you end up stuck there and you're, yep. now you're just a self-centered right. horrible yuck person. Mm -hmm. Um so I I like how we started the episode we're talking about knowing who we are mm -hmm. in Christ. Right. And if we have like if we have the lies that the enemy has tried to layer on top of us, mm -hmm. if we have those things peeled back right. and we begin to see what God has really done for us, mm -hmm. how he has really created us, then we go, wow. Mm -hmm. And now I actually don't have a lot of stuff to worry about about myself right. because, because wow, this God, is how you're God so me. amazing. Mm -hmm. And and yes, and oh, and I we could go on and on about um, comparison and competition oh, yeah. and how those and insecurity and how those yes. things are um huh, they just come out of a wrong understanding of who we are and how mm -hmm. we fit into the world around us right. i mean i oof, i could tell you a whole story about my journey mm -hmm. with that and really what it came down to is um like god made me strong in some areas mm -hmm. and then there's some areas i'm not so strong in right and I go, uh, so I always focused on the areas I wasn't strong in. And I mm. thought, I'm such a failure. I'm right. so, because I actually couldn't even see my strengths as things that I was strong in because they were just so natural to me right. that I was like, well, isn't everybody like this? Exactly, I, I literally yeah. thought everybody is good at this stuff. Mm. It's just all this stuff that I stink at mm -hmm. that apparently other people have figured out. I didn't realize, no, God created me to actually be good at this stuff. And there are other people that actually can't do right, what I do. That was kind of a mind boggler. Yes. Once I understood that, not only was I more comfortable with who I am mm -hmm. to where I didn't even have to think about myself that much anymore. Cause I was like, no, I'm just who I am. This is who I am. This but, is me. And then right? <laughs> I was able to like actually honor and appreciate other people way more mm -hmm. because I no longer felt threatened by their strengths that God had given them. Right. And I actually go, 
like, Holly, you're really good at some stuff I'm not particularly right. gifted at. And you know what? That doesn't even make me mad. You know, like, right. I'm actually super glad mm -hmm. that you bring those strengths to the table because you help people in ways and areas that I, I don't have access to because I don't have that skill set. Now, maybe I could develop it to a sure. degree. But you'll always be better at it than I am because it's your <laughs> because it's your gifting. It's, right. It's, it's the way God, God created, created you. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. um, so I love that rest, Sabbath, and sleep. It's just the magic of sleep. Sometimes, yes. like you said, the little kid is like having a horrible day. Go take a nap, dude. You know, yes. and that kid's gonna be just fine when they wake up. Right. And actually, there, there's a story in the Old Testament. I can never remember if it's Elijah or Elisha. Okay. At the Mount Carmel, defeats mm -hmm. all that whatever. And, so he goes to this place of like total depression. Right. And, and God sends an angel to minister to him. Mm -hmm. And um, the angel actually uh, just lets him sleep. Mm -hmm. And he gets up and he feeds him some food. And I mean, and he is messed up. His thought processes are all wrong. Mm -hmm. He's all like, I'm alone. There's nobody else. It's just me. And but what I love is the very first time all he does is feed him and mm -hmm. let him go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. He doesn't correct him. He right. doesn't set him right on his thinking. Mm -hmm. He just lets him sleep some more. And then when he gets up the next time, he feeds him again mm -hmm. and begins to minister to his thought processes and begins right. to correct the things that are wrong. Just I think it's such a powerful example of how God knows our frame as right. humans, that we're so limited in our things. So, um, so, so we talked about rest, Sabbath, sleep, mm -hmm. knowing God to be able to make him known. Right. And then be fully known ourselves. So talk right? to me about that. Oh, man. So um, if he's being ministered to and spoken to the way you're talking about, that's, hey, what's going on with you? What's going on in your heart, right? No correction or adjustment. It's no correction or adjustment. Just, hey, what's going on with you? Be fully known and fully loved by God. And if we can rest in that, we have the rest, and we're able to just sit and say, God, I want to fully know you. I want you to fully know me. And we can communicate that with him. Then... We are spending the time with him. We're being intimate with him. And I, I always hesitated with that word, intimate with God. I'm like, what does that even mean, right? Yeah. But because I didn't understand myself, did I, was I ever able to grasp that peace, right? Mm. So if we are fully known and fully loved by him, and then we understand ourselves so we can fully know and understand ourselves and how he created us to be, then there's this settling. There's this ease of, oh, yeah, th these are my giftings. These are your giftings. Now let's step out together. Then that's what the church is. That's the body. We're all doing our parts rather than competing or trying to figure out why I'm not like that or like this. If we can sit, be fully known and fully loved, then we're a piece of the whole. That is, that's so awesome. I, oh man, the, the verse I think about in that context is where um, God comes, or God comes to Paul and he's like, man, my grace my strength is made perfect. My grace mm -hmm. is sufficient for you, and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just one day as I was just, I was kind of thinking over my journey here on staff at the church mm -hmm. and, you know, being alongside some very, very capable, talented, skilled leaders mm -hmm. um, caused me at times some great heartache of mm -hmm. like, why am I not, you know, and not like a poor me kind of situation, right. but like, man, why am I not like them? Why am mm -hmm. I not as good at that? Um, and and it was in this whole journey of insecurity and competition right. and comparison, all that stuff, um, where the Lord spoke that verse to my heart and said, no, it, again, it's not just this 
spiritual, you know, woo mm -hmm. magic thing. Like his strengths are made perfect in our weaknesses through the body of Christ. That yes. that the piece that you put into the puzzle, mm -hmm. um, you know, so many of our friends that we could sit here and name the mm -hmm. pieces that they bring into the puzzle is God's strength being yes. made perfect in the body. And I was like, oh, so -hmm. it's not just you, God, um, solving all of the problems where I'm not good enough, mm -hmm. but it's actually how you have given other people gifts so they come and bring mm -hmm. their part. Oh, I know that sounds, it's so simple, but it was like life changing yes. when, when it sunk down deep in my heart. And, and the way that it changes our ability to relate to one another mm -hmm. is cannot be overstated. I don't think right. it's like, yep. And it's, but it's so it's hard work to do all that. And a lot of times people don't know how to do it. And that's where the emotional intelligence piece comes in. Let's be intelligent about our emotions and step out in that. And what is the enemy doing? He's attacking us constantly. And then what is he attacking? Our identities. Yeah. So stepping forward and understanding our identity is going to blast that out of the water, right? And we're going to be able to say, yes, this is who I'm supposed to be. And sin is going to happen. We're in a sinful world. But if we can understand our identities and try to walk holy and completely with him, with the Holy Spirit leading, then we're, we're one with him. It makes sense. We th then don't question, why am I doing this? What's happening next? It's no, I know what I'm supposed to do. Or God, I'm going to wait on you and not do a thing until you give me direction. Because we're rested, we're resting in him, and now we're stepping out, and this is the third part, um, know your destiny through your identity in Christ. And there's so much confusion that can come in with that. But if we can say, no, this is who I'm supposed to be, this is what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it, and we hone in on that, we're understanding ourselves, and then we're ready to step out and love other people. So good. Yeah, man. We, it's, it's really the, the masterpiece of knowing God's incredible love for us, mm -hmm. how he's created us, how he has made provisions yes. for all of the screw-ups that we have done in our life and has grace and there's awesome drums in the background right now that is just like, it's good being a part of a church that there's mm -hmm. always stuff going on. So we'll just have to endure this for a minute or two as we wrap up this, this episode. But um, man, knowing the God that we serve, so full of love, so full of grace, so full mm -hmm. of mercy, um, wants to be involved in our lives. And, and mm -hmm. it's like, if he wanted to just get stuff done, he would have done it without us. Right. You know, he. He really does want a relationship with us. And mm -hmm. so sometimes we, uh, you know, we, we focus more on the doing for God right. than we talk about the being with God. And, mm -hmm. and we should focus on the with God and let the for God, you know, flow out of that. Right. Or really, again, still with God. Yes. We never actually break apart in that. But we all the stuff that we do, we do with him as well. Right. Um, I have one other thing, if yeah, it's okay. Yeah, please. So I used to wake up and say, oh, no. I have to do this again, a whole nother day. What is going on? But now that I'm learning how to line up, right? We'll never master it. But having the Holy Spirit lead the way so that we know each moment, whether it's good or bad, that he's leading and, and we're lined up with our identity and understanding all those pieces, I now wake up and say, what do I get to do today? Mm. Even if it's something horrible, it's still what God has lined up for my day. And if he's leading the way, no matter what, then I'm stepping out into who I'm supposed to be with him completely in control. And that, yeah. to me, is intimacy. Now I get that word. Right. And it makes sense. 
And because that intimacy means that you know him and you Mm -hmm. know he is good. And Mm -hmm. so even when times happen where you don't understand what he's doing is that you're able to just lean in to the trust factor and say, Mm -hmm. I have no stinking clue Mm -hmm. what you're doing right now, but I know you're good. I know you love me. And so I'm just going to hang tight Mm -hmm. until it makes sense. I love Psalms 119.68 is one of my life verses. It's Mm. God, you are good and you do only good. Mm -hmm. Teach me your ways. And I I love, I I struggled a little bit with the last part of that verse uh, for a long time because I was like, teach me your ways or some some uh, translations would say, teach me your statutes. Mm-hmm. And um, and then one day the Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart and was mm-hmm. like, it's because you don't understand all of my ways right. that, you're, that you can stress out about this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, I am good. And two, I do only good. Right. Let those be your foundation pieces. And mm-hmm. then say, Lord, That's teach great. me more of your ways so that I, I'm not just blindly hanging on, right. but now I begin to actually understand more and more and more of your redemptive work and your incredible ability to take big piles of ashes and turn them into things of beauty, right? Yes. Awesome. So Holly, we're definitely going to have to have you back again because I think we've just, you know, barely <laughs> scratched the surface of this really mm-hmm. big topic that I think will bring a lot of healthy tools yes. into people's lives. And so um, as always, guys, if you're uh, benefiting from the content of this uh, podcast, we would really love it if you would like and share and comment and you know, just be a good person and share, share. Okay. Going back to kindergarten and uh, maybe even preschool. I don't know. Do they teach sharing people to share? So caring. sharing is caring. That's right. And so, um, man, like, share, comment. Um, you can hit me up at any time. Uh, my email address here at the church is rickm at manahouse.church. I'd love to hear from you if you have ideas for future topics or questions or comments. And above all, we just want you to grow in your relationship with God, in your understanding of who he's made you to be, that you would be freed up to be a life-giving person everywhere you go. You'd carry the life of the king with you and you would just bless people all around you and draw them into his presence. With that, we just say God bless you. Thank you again, Holly. Thanks for being here. And uh, you guys have the most amazing day.